0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference
1: today on the podcast, we're going to be in chapter 16 of 1 Samuel. Yesterday, we talked about Saul being selected as Israel's first king. He seemed promising at the beginning, but very soon he became unfaithful and in the end was rejected by God. So you got Saul who was offering unwarranted sacrifices. He kept the spoils from the Amalekites to himself that he was supposed to completely destroy. This made him unfit to lead according to the Lord. And so now we're going to have come on the scene, the next king, David. He's not going to be king yet right away. Saul will continue to serve as king, but the steps are being set in motion for him to take over David's reign or Saul's reign. And it starts right here in chapter 16, verse 1. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you grieve over Saul since I have rejected him from being king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go, I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears it, he'll kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. And invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I'll show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me him who I declare to you. Samuel did what the Lord commanded and came to Bethlehem, the elders of the city, came to meet with him trembling and said, Do you come peaceably? He said, Peaceably. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. He consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they came, he looked on Jesse's first son Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height or his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Aminadab and made him pass before Samuel. And Samuel said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by. He said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. Then Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? And he said, there remains one son, the youngest, but behold, he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and get him, for we will not sit down until he comes. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, had beautiful eyes, and was handsome. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And The Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward, and Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. So this is just a great story. You've got David out keeping the sheep, which is just this lowly, disrespected job, not real flashy. And they don't even think to invite this kid to the to the feast. He would never be selected as king. Yet by the end of the story, he is the one. And this is a, a great verse in verse 7 where it says the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So he's telling Samuel, don't look on the appearance of these older brothers. I've rejected them. That has nothing to do with how they look. We want somebody who's going to be faithful to God. David's going to be called a man after God's own heart eventually. You can contrast this to what we read yesterday, the selection of Saul. You remember he was more beautiful than anyone in his tribe. He was head and shoulders taller than everybody else, and he looked impressive. But in the end, he was a failure and he was unfaithful. So God is saying Samuel, the Lord looks at the heart, not at the outward appearance. Is that a message that we could uh, benefit from today. I think it is. There are a lot of ways that our world lifts up outward appearance, whether it's literally physical outward appearance, or whether it's titles, or or degrees, or the amount of your bank account. The Lord doesn't care about that stuff. The Lord cares about the faithfulness of a person's heart. You could also compare uh, this to Jesus. Jesus was came from a lineage of people in an unexpected way. He was not impressive to look at. Psalm 53 says that he was not pretty. It says he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. Jesus, Isaiah says, is not going to be a good looking guy, but he is obviously the most faithful ever, lives a perfect life, dies a sinless death and saves us from our own sin through faith in him. This is another step in, in this lineage that Jesus comes from through the Israelite people, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, where you just get the most unexpected person who God chooses for the most important role. Think about Isaac instead of Ishmael. It made sense that Ishmael would be the chosen one because he was first born. He wasn't. Isaac got the mantle. You would think that Esau would have gotten the blessing, except Jacob got it through some crazy circumstances. Joseph, can you remember Joseph as we talk about this story? The youngest brother who's disrespected, he's sold into slavery and his brothers are jealous of him. But Joseph is the one who God raises up to spare the Israelite people from a famine and continue this family line marching forward toward Jesus. Most recently, Ruth and Boaz. The last person you would ever expect to be in the lineage of Jesus was Ruth and Boaz, But here we've got Boaz and Ruth as David's grandparents. What an incredible God who uses the least likely to accomplish his purposes. One last thing. In verse 13, it says that the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. And we're going to see evidence of that as we move forward. What's awesome about that is that if you are in Jesus Christ, if you have faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we live in an era of redemptive history that believers have the spirit of God rushing through them. We have the spirit of God in our lives. And what a great benefit. Back in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit wasn't given to every true believer. Today, he is. And what power we have. I hope you can live in that power. I hope you're inspired by this story. I hope that we can prioritize the things of the heart over and above outward appearances. Amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, Conference.com. and don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference the 99th annual saturday july 25th through saturday august 1st if this podcast is a blessing to you please subscribe to it leave a five-star review and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above thank you for listening and may god richly bless you